We've got some hey, I'm Luis. And I'm Luis. Are you listening to the Content before. is Profit podcast? We spent the last four years learning the strategies and techniques from some of the top marketers in the world on how to create content that turns into profit. If you'd like to learn more on how to turn that content into profit, go to contentsprofit.com. There's a surprise there for you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, guys. And today we have an awesome couple coming on board. And we're going to find out about how they help entrepreneurs find their voice and grow their business. Oh, baby, that sounds like this to me. That, is, that, that sounds that like sounds- that to me. Guys, before we get started, please go ahead and subscribe. Hit smash that subscribe button so you don't miss any of the awesome episodes you're about to hear. That's right. And don't forget to follow us in social media. Uh, I, 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 I wanted to see if you, were okay, if you were paying attention. At BizBrosCo on Facebook, on Instagram. And if you find this episode impactful, which I am sure you will, because it's going to be amazing, don't forget to share it and, and leave a five-star review. 2v2 alert. Also, I only have two words to describe today's guest. Podcasting royalty. Oh, yeah. We already had one of them as a guest, but since then, they have launched a whole new podcast as a team, Straight Fire. Oh, yeah, that's true. You could say they are at the forefront of podcasting innovation. We have been following pretty closely, not in a creepy way, of course. No, no. And what they have been doing is pretty exciting. Not to mention that they are freaking hilarious and... If I may add, a pretty good-looking couple. They are number one best-selling authors, top 20 podcast hosts, and the founder of Podcast Profit Live. In the last 12 months, his 250 or so students have generated over 6 million macaroonies from their podcast. So, if you are ready to get those dollar-dollar bills... You better listen and take notes. All right, guys. I hope you got your pen and paper out. Or if you take notes electronically, you can do that as well. I'm so ready. 2v2 incoming. Without further ado, the masters of profitable podcasting, power couple, and maybe soon-to-be Costa Rica citizens. Who knows? Who knows? But please welcome Jamie Atkinson and Gina Susan. Life been hyped up like that. Yeah, I don't know how they figured out how we creepily follow people because, like, that's legit. That's how I. That's how I got Gina in the first place. She doesn't know. I just talked to her. That's, that's uh, I just want to put When we get married, can you announce us as husband and wife? Absolutely. So, absolutely. Cool. Wow. Does, does, does that mean that it, there's gonna be a part three? Part three. Part, part, part three. Part, well, it's a party. <laughs> part three of the a podcast in a pear tree. You got it. That's exactly what we're gonna have. Yes. Wow. Yes. yes. Amazing. Amazing, guys. I'm, we are so excited to have you both here. I mean, we have been following along the journey, and we are so excited to to dive in. Yeah, I remember. I remember a fun hacking live uh, earlier, 2020. Uh, seeing this guy running around with like Russell's face all over his like chest, <laughs> as in with a t-shirt, right? Like, please, guys. Uh, and guys, then that was, a, that was a gift. Gina got me that for Christmas. Will wow. you believe that? She's like, hey, I know. What do you get the man who has nothing? Well, how about a not- Russell Brunson t-shirt, right? I <laughs> was gonna get a t-shirt of my face, but I figured he'd wear it more if it was Russell's. Mm. So. Oh man, hey, Jamie, awesome. is that when you knew? Like, she's, <laughs> the, she's one, the one, you know. 
That's it. That's it. It's like, wow, this is going to dream 100, dream 100 amazing. Let's do it. This is amazing. <laughs> yeah, that's so awesome. Well, guys, like, I think, you know, one of the questions, and, you know, we know a little bit of your backstory, Jamie, but I want to see, I, I want to, like, paint the picture for the audience or you two together. Like, what's the story there? Like, how this relationship started, and now, like, how are you guys able to work together? Because, you know, working with this guy over here, you know, it's, uh, it's, awesome. it's like working by myself. Just saying. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> No, but like I think those I think are the, can relate with you. Yeah. <laughs> those are those are one of the questions that we face all the time. Every time we go on another show, they're like, "Hey, how do you guys work together?" Mm -hmm. So I, I'm very curious. How do you guys meet, and then how that relationship started to work really well to do what you guys do now and help all these amazing entrepreneurs monetize their podcast? Yeah. Oh my god. So it actually started in. Oh my god. What year was it? 2017 going oh. into 2018. Yeah. So we, I was on vacation in Thailand. Um, I had an engineering job and I was in this really romantic island and everyone around me was in love. And I was like, I'm going to just puke, puke everywhere. <laughs> um, so then I walked up to my hostel and then sitting on the front step of our hostel I with someone else. I think I was else. drunk, no, actually, you. when you walked up to the hostel. I don't know, maybe. It's the afternoon. This is the first I'm hearing about this. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. We'll anyway, we saw Sorry, we have we have exclusive like content sounds here. So you know, if we're breaking that's it. Okay, guys, I'm a fan. Yes, let's go. Yes, Battle of the sound effects. Battle of the sound effects. I just feel sorry for the poor audience, right? It's like, <laughs> yeah. Here we go. yeah, for those listening, I, I appreciate you staying this long. <laughs> and I appreciate you if you stay for the whole episode because it's going to be full of packed, of packed of value, full of packed of value. Wow. Okay. Start with the Rebels, please. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, in terms of like working together, we, we ended up flying to the US. Uh, I started um, living with Gina, got her fired from her engineering job, and then we began traveling the world. And about six months into that, Gina realized that I was drowning in my business. Like it was it was bad. And uh, and she was like, hey, what if I just step in for a month just to help you and just to kind of get you above you know, breathing space. Spoiler alert. That about, month has come and gone. Yes. Yeah, that was a lot of months ago. <laughs> 20, 24 months or so. And uh, yeah. And ever since then, Gina now works in the company. Arguably, she runs more of the day-to-day -day business than I do. And I just play online writing emails and talking on podcasts. And she's now the full operation manager uh, for the whole entire business. Oh, um, so it's beautiful. been pretty interesting. I tell you what, though, working together, I mean, it's tough but it does help you grow as a couple. I think one of the biggest things that we're kind of seeing is that as we work together more, we get through these like bigger challenges as a couple, but like we also see that we grow so much faster. Like yeah. it's like an accelerated relationship. But like it wasn't easy at first. Like we fought a lot and like we still fight a lot. Yeah. Um, but we're getting better. We well, have like better. fencing swords, you know, and we're like, <laughs> okay, let's duel. Figure it out that way. I think that's oh, a that's great so way to, you know, <laughs> fix any argument that you guys may have. I mean, that's just absolutely genius. Yeah. Uh, I would recommend Nerf guns too. They're a lot of fun. But, Ooh, you know, those are dumb. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> you guys remind me of Alex Charfin and his wife, right? You know, and. When we were talking to Alex Charfin, he was like, you know, business development is personal development for me. And that's what I'm seeing here. You guys are saying that the more you guys are working together, the more you guys are growing, right? And I feel in, in some way, 
It has been the same for us, brother. Yes, maybe. Uh, 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 no comment. Are you guys getting married? He's like, no Wait, comment. No, that's not all that. Just kidding. Don't funny, worry. Funny, funny, funny story though. Like we, uh, I think it was like two or three weeks ago. We were on this other show and they interview married couples. Like, which by the way, I don't think like married is a requirement. But we're gonna send you guys over there. You know, maybe we can add some of the pressure there, Gina. You know, we're gonna help you out. Here. Uh, but but like it was funny because like we had to like literally disclose at the beginning of the episode. We're like, hey. Fonzie and me are actually brothers. We're not married. So we just want to make sure like this show is like preface like the correct way, right? But uh, but it's also like um, Yeah, God. Imagine if you guys had the same name. That would suck. That right? would definitely suck. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I yeah. don't know. If you're watching right now live, like, comment. Like, what are our names? Hmm, maybe. You know, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, but, you know, it, it, it creates a, it creates that dynamic, right? And, you know, we've been working together. I mean, living together since I was three. But working together, like, for now five years, right? And that's a completely whole, like, different different relationship. Yeah. Uh, and it it is a, a path to growth, right, with everything. So as we grow, the business grow, and it's been incredible. So it's amazing what you guys have been able to achieve together, right, to now be able to help all these amazing students create all this impact and revenue in their business. Now, my question to you guys is how do you find that balance? You know, because, Jamie, you, were, you, you just said that you now focus on the amazing marketing, you know, things here and there tinkling <laughs> right here and there the podcast like appearances and stuff and now gina you're like more of like that base that holds the whole ship together right so clearly <laughs> you know how, how 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 do you guys decide that i think i've got to give this one to gina because um she was really the the person that architected our positions and roles within the company and you know honestly the the simple answer is through a lot of iteration and, and trying stuff and figuring out if it actually works um, but Gina, like, what was it like for you? I mean, for actually creating all of that. I mean, I think we couldn't have done it without our team. I mean, building us like a really strong foundation of a team where we outline everyone's roles and who's in charge and really empower them to do their job was the biggest growth yeah. catalyst I think we have. Because like mm. Jamie has his zone of genius. I have mine, but there are still some zones of genius that aren't covered. Yeah. And we we recently, I mean, recently as well, we also split the team into two different sections and that's been really productive and powerful because now we have, you know, on my side of the team, we're doing a lot of revenue and, you know, focusing on building of the business. And on the back end, Gina's doing a lot of the systematization Mm. and we've broken up our team members to have those kind of different areas of the business. And that's been really productive because before we had a lot of overlap with the team, a lot of people picking up and touching the same things in multiple times and i think that's been really powerful for us to be able to say look here's this project that we've got over here and these two people are responsible and then hey here's this other project over here with gina and marge on that side of the team that's yeah. awesome uh gina by the way i think you and i are gonna be like really good friends <laughs> and then jamie you're gonna be really good friends with fonzie let's <laughs> go yeah I, I, I can totally relate as soon as you explained it dynamical, yeah, like, i was like that's yeah it, that's I, this it. is very familiar actually <laughs> And, you know, I actually want to highlight because I know, you know, I, I again, I, I'm a little creepy there. I'm, I've been following you guys. I know that you recently hired someone at your house, right, where you're living right now in Costa Rica to make all your meals to pretty much, you know, free some yeah. of your time. Yeah. And I'm prefacing this, you know, I know it might be a little tangent, but because I, I see Gina kind of like, oh, no, there's some noise going in the background or whatnot. And we it's like t- it. it's we totally like it. It's totally okay, right? <laughs> but what I find amazing about this is like you guys as, you know, business partners, 
you guys noticed that you guys were spending a few hours of your day in this task that was taking energy away from moving your business forward. So you decided. Yeah, I should have prefaced that story. I did put in brackets. I said about two hours each, and I said probably mostly Gina. But you know, the truth is, you know, Gina's like she's like Italian, and and I don't know if you guys know like Italian women, but like they are givers. Like they want to feed the world. You know what I mean? And and like you know, like it's it's like it's Live Aid over here when breakfast time comes, right? Literally feeding the world. So it's really hard to give up control, though, and I think that can turn back to entrepreneurship in general when you're hiring mm -hmm. a team. Um, just like when you're hiring someone to write copy, when you're hiring someone to run social media, mm -hmm. like hiring someone to do your cooking, like it's 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 nerve wracking. And like I I am micromanaging at first, but I'm trying to give away like just let go of the reins. For me, it's Absolutely. great though because like I can just wake up and eat food and then go, and it's like everyone's asleep and it's fantastic. Like I, yeah, it's awesome. I love it. Yeah, uh, no, absolutely. And and I wanted to yeah. you know give you guys props for that because. It, I know it takes a lot for people to give that aspect of your life and, you know, gain your time back to actually move the needle forward inside of your business. With that, I think is absolutely genius, right? And, you know, I know my brother here has a few questions, <laughs> but Gina, I have a, a question for you, right? Because you came from, right. you had an engineer job. It's like we're brothers. So, I was going to go there too. Uh, look bro. at that. Look at that. Ah. Like, <laughs> how was that change for you? Right, coming from let's say a real world job, and I'm doing air quotes right here, to an entrepreneurial lifestyle, right? And you know, trying to get the the ship moving. That that Jamie was a little, you know, you said he was in in a in a tight moment right there in a tight zone. How was that change for you? I'm gonna call an analogy out. It's like. If it was really hot out and you're like walking all day in the sun and then you finally come home and it's like air conditioning in your house, oh. like changing from working in a nine to five, working for someone else, blood, sweat and tears to then just coming into the AC and like being cool and calm. Like even though running a business isn't cool and calm, but <laughs> the feeling of being free is just was just night and day. I've always been entrepreneurial. I started businesses before. And that's what Jamie and I bonded over when we met in Thailand was this ambition that we both shared. And just, it wasn't right for me. I should never have gone into the traditional path, but like, that's all I knew. Like I came from humble beginnings and my parents told me like, the only way to make money is doctor, engineer, lawyer, or accountant. And I was mm. like, science is cool. So I became an engineer. Yeah. God awful engineer. Oh, so bad because I'm, I'm not very small picture. I'm big picture, yeah. um, which helps it run the company and the team. Um, so definitely just if anyone's in this position and you just know it's not a right fit. Just take that leap. That's so it was cool. night and day different. I think, yeah. I think it's interesting as well because Gina has this amazing skill set and, and we teach a lot about this idea of the surface level identity and the core identity. And like Gina on the surface was like, hey, I'm an engineer, but like deep down inside, inside of her core, she's like, she's into running teams and standing out from the crowd. And, you know, she was the commencement speaker at her graduation. Like she was the person who was organizing shit and getting it done. And like, if you look at that person, that's that's a leader. That's somebody who's an entrepreneur. It's and, not a pencil pusher. And, Right. And yeah. when she was in her job, like I know from being on the sidelines, like she got so much flack and, and stuff thrown at her. 
because she was doing things that weren't to her strength. Yeah. And that's why I'm so excited to be doing this side by side now. But I need now. to say something because I'm so glad for that horrible job because it showed me not only what it takes to run a team, but yeah. like what how not to be a boss mm. because they weren't utilizing me my strengths. And like that's fair because they hired me for like an engineering position. But they could have seen my strengths and hired me in other aspects or use me in other aspects uh, besides just firing me. So then when we have team members now, not only are we really conscious when we hire them, but if something's mm. not working or this task doesn't resonate with them, yeah. we don't fire them. We just move them. We use their strengths um, to their advantage. And I think that's just the hugest takeaway I've ever gotten from a nine to five. That's so good. That's uh, awesome. That, that's a great insight too, right? Because a lot of times we might hire somebody or that somebody might come to us because we thought they were meant for that task and then they don't perform. And I love that new perspective. We're like, hey, you know, we've had that conversation with our staff. We're like, well, first off, like, thank you for like the work that you've done, right? But like, it's not working out. Like, why? Why it's not working out? Let's explore this, right? And and the initial reaction when we had this conversation, right? It was it was kind of like like what? I'm not expecting this. But then through talking and be like, what is your passion? What do you like to do? And then we were able to like shift and actually like make different positions for these type of people. Right. Yeah. Uh, and it's incredible because they're now taking ownership of that. So I highly, highly encourage. Thank you, Gina, for sharing that story. Yeah. Uh, the Fonzie has been one of them. You know, we're like, what do you like every week? We're like, Fonzie, what do you <laughs> let's, like to let's, do? Let's move him around. See let's what he's going to do. I like doing nothing and <laughs> getting paid and, and you like doing stuff. So let's do that. I'm yeah. like, yeah, I'm down for that. that sounds <laughs> good. I like let me, let me hang the hammock outside and be there and I'll, and I'll be happy, you know? It's my brain space. I need my brain space. <laughs> yeah. Hey, when I go visit you guys in Costa Rica, I'm going to bring the hammock just so you guys know. Yeah. Um, Gina, I have another question like for you because you not only came from the nine to five, right? You came into a business that Jamie had, which pretty much the backbone of it is podcasting, publishing, right? And if we know something is that, to put yourself out there and publish is hard, right? Like entrepreneurs so struggle all the time with that fear of judgment, right? Putting themselves in front of a camera, sharing their message. So, you know, I consider you super brave because you not only changed environment 100% to nine to five to entrepreneurship, but you came into a business that the foundation is publishing and now you're putting yourself in front, right? You are sharing your message as well with Jamie, which is absolutely amazing. But I'm curious, what took for you to be able to step up to and join the, the podcasting side of your business and start publishing and sharing the message as well? Yeah, well, I'd first like to shout out to prescription drugs, you know? Um, <laughs> Um, but no, not really kidding. Not really kidding. Uh, legal, legal prescription drugs that are prescribed to me. Uh, I am introverted, so it's really, really hard for you and me to come on these kind of interviews because I get really nervous and like my brain moves too fast and my lips can't catch up. Um, so it's, it's really nerve wracking. But it all goes back to you have this message to share, and I believe in our mission so full heartedly because yeah, you can change like one person's life at a time. But what we do is we help other people get their message out there so they can change hundreds and thousands and thousands of voices. So like I, it is my duty to show up every day mm. and, you know, be, be this, I don't know, this voice, this, 
beacon character okay not beacon yeah hardly a beacon of light maybe a martyr sometimes i don't know but okay. <laughs> but it was interesting because we yeah. had this really tough conversation and you know i'll share this and this is probably a little vulnerable but run it by um, me first yeah i'm just gonna go the, uh, just do it just one do of it. the biggest things that happened were that i saw it as my business and yeah. gina as an employee Ooh. and it was really really hard for me because we one day we were having a, a full-blown argument about it and I said, look, honestly, if, if I had the choice, I wouldn't even do a partnership. Like I would just hire a person. And right there and then we spotted and we're like, okay, this is the biggest problem. Like I'm not seeing Gina as an equal partner and this is becoming the root of all of these And it wasn't challenges. that long ago. This was just a few months ago we had this. Yeah, well, about six months now. Um, and, oh. and it was really interesting because once I started to see Gina as a partner in the business, which she really was, it was just a matter of my own perspective. Yeah. It's always hard with money, right? Relationships, mm -hmm. money, businesses, entities, like it's very very difficult sometimes to know when to separate and where to look at it but the truth of the matter is we're in a couple we're together it is a partnership once we're married i'm gonna be 50 50 anyway brother yeah anyway if you get divorced i probably wouldn't even get 50 percent i can get like 10 percent pennies on the dollar but it was it was interesting because once yeah. we made shift we started to see Gina stepping up in her coaching role. Now the podcast Profit Lab, it's Gina who's doing most of the coaching. It's ownership, right? And people love her. Yeah, like People yeah. love her. And that's why I said, look, you've got to put yourself out there because people want more of you. And even if it is a little bit challenging, even if it's difficult, it's important for us to be seen as this partnership that, yeah. that kind of comes in. But it came on the back of that really tough conversation. Wow, that that's so awesome. And I, and I want to spot a couple of things there. First off is that you guys are listening to your audience, right? Like a lot of the people that you guys are helping, a lot of the people are tuning in and be like, hey, we want more of Gina, right? So, you know, the smart move is let's give her more of Gina, right? Like, so to your introvert, Gina, like that might've been a little bit of a challenge, but like you said, your mission is so much more than that, right? And then Jamie, it took a lot from you, right? Because I can't even imagine that conversation. Like we've, I've had that conversation with my wife. I'm like, hey, dude, like I, I need like an executive assistant. Like that's something that's coming, you know, at some point, right? And she's like, I can do it for you. She's like the the like get it done. Yeah, yeah. Like she's like the get it done person. Like she'll she'll do it. But me personally, like we've had this argument, right? It's like, I don't know if I could do it. <laughs> like. Like she has, it's really hard. It's really, really challenging, hard. man. Like, and it's and to me, it's very scary. And I think this is the first time I share something like that. Fonzie hears that argument every single night, but uh, but also she's like making a lot more money than me, so it's, it's good. Like she, yeah, I'm a sugar baby. Sugar <laughs> baby. But anyway, so but like it is a really challenging conversation to have. And I was about to ask you about a big challenge that you guys faced, and and I think that this might be a, one of the latest one, and but. What has been like the impact, you know, once you guys decided that, like, I, I want to flip the script and be like, okay, you know, that might happen. But if you go in, you follow your gut, you have these difficult conversations that sometimes we have with our team, with ourselves, with our clients, right? With our students sometimes, what is the flip side of that? Like what, what is the after of it? Oh, I got this one. Yeah, I think, you know, the biggest thing for me was like, it, it is really challenging. But when you do put yourself out there, it's not just about the money, right? Like these people, yes, we launched the podcast. Yes, people started to enjoy the content more because it was me and Gina and we're bantering. Yes, we got a ton more people to come and join our program. But the, the key difference really for me is you know, what it means for us personally, yeah. because the growth that comes from it, because I'm not gonna lie, it's been really hard. The last six weeks with our podcast, me and Gina have struggled to record episodes because we've done solo episodes. We argue with one another. I've been to 
the doing a podcast with her and, and having this mentality of being mm. like frustrated, you know, because usually it's me and I'm the center of attention and I go about and I do it my way. And I have like real control issues over that. And it's been really challenging for us to find that middle ground. Mm. But what's really powerful above everything else is that the personal growth that happens. And when we start to share our vulnerabilities, when we start to share about what it's really mm. like, that's when not only do we have more people coming to us, but we have the right people coming to us. And we yeah. have those meaningful connections. And this is what we're finding is, you know what? Like revenue might not have doubled or tripled through the roof, but the type of relationships that we're now having with our customers mm -hmm. have been just stratospheric. And, you know, we even have some stats to prove that. I mean, the last round of the podcast Profit Lab that we ran was the most highly engaged round that we'd ever yeah. run before. And it was on the back end of me and Gina doing the podcast launch together, bringing people in. And we had insane levels. I think we had 80% of people who came through who yeah. launched within, you know, the first 20 to 25 days of the program. And a lot of those people have now become some of our biggest super fans. So for me, I, I think it's that that's really important to us. Oh, I have a different answer. Oh, I'd love oh, to bring it. Bring I, it. This is so good. I think because I've come into this role where I'm kind of just managing day-to-day -day operations that Jane now has the freedom to focus on growing and scaling and nurturing high-level relationships and thinking of new ideas and being the visionary that is his amazing superpower that he's just so good at thinking new ideas like the pop-up podcast, you know? Oh, okay. Don't want to go to your head. Um, but then he can step away and he's like confident and not worried that I can take over day to day. I can yeah. handle the day to issues. I manage the team, but he can have those days where he's like, Hey, every Tuesday, hardcore work day, no, no calls, no meetings, no nothing. Like it's just me and I'm going to work. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, that freedom has been really powerful. And yeah. I think this is one thing that a lot of people find when they start to get to this scale phase is you really have to change what you're doing as an entrepreneur. And this is why I love Alex Schaff and what he talks about, because he says what you focus on to get from zero to 250,000 or from 250 to 500,000 and 500,000 to a million a year, you yeah. have to completely change what you do as the leader inside of that business. Yeah. And we're finding one of those transformations right now. It's the change to systematizing our processes and me suddenly being in this role where hey look once the systems are built i'm the guy that's going out and getting the traffic i'm doing the partnerships i'm doing the sponsorships we're doing the yeah. interviews we're doing all of that work on the front end and as long as gina's managing the systems and managing the people then everything runs super super smoothly Ooh, and, so but that's had its own challenges you know because this idea of hey, me stepping back and doing less in the business and yeah. essentially us removing me from the business, that's been tough to handle with like workloads, right? Yeah, I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, I, I, and, I, and, and, you, know, you have to be careful. Like you can end up resenting one another, right? Yeah. Like if Gina's like, hey, why do you get all Tuesday to just do what you want while I'm here running the business? Like, Yeah, but the other day I did take off and I went to the beach oh, and no really one nice. could reach me because I left my phone at home. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? to go to the beach and I swam in the ocean and I took a nap under a palm tree and oh, guess wow. what this didn't burn down and it was yeah. fine yeah wow that oh, sounds God. amazing hey Luhanil, we have to move operations to it's Costa Rica, Costa Rica. <laughs> Um, you, yeah, you guys are living yes. part of my, my dream life which is travel around the world I think that is absolutely amazing and there's a few things that you've mentioned that I would love to you know learn a little bit more about I mean you guys already mentioned a few times vulnerability right 
in, in your business. But I'm sure that is part of what you have to teach. Um, or maybe, I don't know if you can teach, but, you know, bring out in your students, right? The people that you help. Drill. Drill it into them. How do you do that? I'm super curious. How do you get someone to be vulnerable, to open up? I mean, for me, being, you know, and, and I'm probably the, the person in the business that tries to do this the most. And, and the reason that I do that is because... I think to show somebody how to be vulnerable, you have to lead the way. And I, I think back to how I discovered it. And I was at Funnel Hacking Live and I heard Nicholas Biley talking on stage and he was sharing this super vulnerable story about how his parents had gone through this dramatic divorce and he ended up eating all of this food and he ended up being like kind of chunky as a kid and then ended up getting into fitness, but never spoke to his wife about his past and never wanted to speak to his wife about his past. And then one day got up on stage in front of people and just broke down, like yeah. complete breakdown, bawling his eyes out in tears. And he said that it was one of the most successful product sales they'd ever done. And they didn't even talk about the product. People signed up left, right, and center. And I remember hearing that story on stage. And for me, something really clicked. And it was this idea of like, oh, I'm going out and pretending to be the businessman, right? And actually things yeah. weren't going so great at that point. So I had to make this decision of like, wow, Like that vulnerability, that's the key right there. And I immediately went out and started doing it and it started to impact the business. Yeah. So when I think back to that story and I think about, well, how did that change for me? Like what was the change? It was through story. It was through that power of my mindset and my beliefs being shifted yeah. by somebody else showing me the way. And, mm. you know, recently I'm actually getting back to being a lot more vulnerable and, and I'm doing this a lot more on my posts because, hey, I got away from it again. I was in this zone again of being like, man, we're, we're running a, you know, pretty successful business and we've been growing fast. And mm -hmm. hey, look, in the last couple of months, <laughs> our revenue dipped and it dropped because we started focusing on systems. Yeah. But that felt kind of sucky. And I felt like I didn't want to talk about that because I was like, no, people need to see us as this growing up and coming company. And yeah. I had to check myself and recognize, no, like I need to go back to starting to share because the more I do that, the more people will see, wow, like that's how you do it. It's possible. And they can see the massive transformation that happens when you put yourself out like that to your audience yeah i want to say something <laughs> do it i think uh, okay permission okay um, permission granted <laughs> and i think this has to go hand in hand with action and a lot of the times our students if i'm like hey did you do this yet did you record your intro did you do your trailer whatever and they'll be like oh no i have a cold this week and like that's in itself vulnerability right they want to show that they're perfect. And I'm like, no, record it with a sore throat. Like, yes, you yes. sound like a man. That's cool. Do it. Because guess what? Other people get sick and no one relates to someone being perfect. Um, mm -hmm. So we teach something we teach in our course is imperfect action. So no matter how you are today, tomorrow, like you just come and you show up as you are, because then people are going to relate to that. So we preach imperfect action. It's like the biggest takeaway that most people have from the course. It should really the course instead of podcast profit lab, it should be like, The imperfect action course. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Perfectionist. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's a really great saying that I love, which is sell people what they want, but give them what they need. Oh, and yeah. one of the biggest things that we do inside of this program is teach people how to get it done. Right. And, you know, we have people like I, I love James Johnson. He's one of my favorite students. The dude openly said to us, look, I took 33 courses in the last 18 months. It was the first one I finished. And for me, that was powerful because 
on the back end, since he's completed our course, he's now going out, he's doing stuff, he's taking action. That's so and good. that for me is so powerful to teach people. Yeah, at, well, the, end of, at the end of the day, sorry, Fonzie, go ahead. No, no, you go first. I go I, first? Are uh, you gonna like- I might extend a little bit, go. Okay. <laughs> Take advantage of it before I cut you off. Ah, man. <laughs> but I just wanna point out that out that part three needs to happen because there's oh, yeah. so much more that we need to uncover here. But uh, you know, like you said, that action is the base for everything. You know, sometimes when we share our story, the minimum viable content was like, we need to start like doing this thing. If we didn't execute, and it was so imperfect. Like, I cannot tell you how imperfect those videos were, but that's okay. It got us that traction. So together with the action, the consistency, every single day, put in the time, right? It's just like a sport. You got to put in the hours. And uh, eventually we got to this, which is probably very imperfect as, as well, but very like different from what we had before. And it's going to get better because we're going to continue to do it, right? Um, and I had a, a previous comment. We might leave this for the next time because I, I really want Fonzi to kind of close this out. But uh, we talked with Steve about almost a year ago before we even started the show or publishing. And we asked him about the attractive character, right? Like that's the person, the face of the company with the show, whatever publishing. And we've always been the beast bros, like both of us. And the question was like, hey, should we focus on being both of us or do we actually have to pick one, right? And the answer that day was like, you, I have to pick one. And we're like, dang it, that's not the answer that we really want to listen to, yeah, right? I mean, Be because there's like, there's more to that, right? That's the that's the summarized uh, answer, right? But even like that, like I don't think for us and our relationship and the way that we wanted to do the show was the way to go, and that's why we decided to do it together mainly because of the accountability part, right? Because we're like, if I'm doing it, you're doing it too. So if you're doing it, mm -hmm. I'm doing it too. And now we're working through that. Have we been able to stay consistent? So I, I think that is like, okay, you got to find that element that's going to help you execute, right? Like for us was us. One example was like last week, I literally, our guest canceled and I was like, I'm not doing it. Like, that's fine, day off. You know, I need, I, I have to do all this stuff. And Fonzie started to set up and he's like, you know, by the way, I'm gonna do it by myself. But if you wanna join <laughs> me, come do it, right? And, and that was the system working, right? It was like, we planned it that way. So if it happens, we could execute. So I, I think like within what you said, that's a, a very awesome lesson there for everybody. Be like, okay, through execution, also add in, find that element that's going to help you execute. And I think, you know, you guys with the, with all the testimonies, all the stories that we've heard from your from your program, that's exactly what you guys help people do. So awesome. Fonzie, yeah. take it home. Oh, thank you. Appreciate it. Wow. That was a good one. Um, <laughs> so, you know, I, I really love what you guys talk about imperfect action. Um, so many ways because of so many reasons right but when we started we i especially was a shiny object uh consumer right i would just go from one thing to the other trying to get that that win very quick i was like what is gonna you know what is gonna take me give me my result right now but what i didn't realize is that there's a lot of imperfect action in between those right and i have to focus on one thing and do it consistently so what i love about what you just said jamie and gina right about what your program and people coming and finishing and you guys empowering them to do the things is because a lot of stuff we are looking for give me all the sauce right now so i can just use it real quick and get a win but it's like that old saying right like uh, give a man a fish and you feed him for one day teach the man to fish and you feed him for a lifetime uh, for a lifetime and i was reading this book it's called toxic charity and it was not related to business but 
the lesson in there, I was like, wow, this is gold. When we usually give to people, we give them with the sense of, hey, I'm solving your immediate problem right now, instead of, let me give to you and see how I can solve for the long term, right? Even when I'm gone, I want you to be empowered enough to go out there and solve your own problems. And I see that's what you guys are doing with your program. You're teaching them to move beyond their false beliefs, beyond their own challenges, right? Regarding of whatever other people are saying outside and take action, which is at the end of the day, what is going to move you forward. You can go and purchase any other course and get an immediate result. But then as soon as that is over, you are like this with your hands open and you're wondering what is the next step. But if you are, you know, learning to take the next step, no matter what's in front of you, you're going to get things done. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I really want to, you know, commend you guys for, for that way that you guys are teaching people because you guys are empowering for long-term success, not just a one quick win. Guys, 100%. it has been awesome. By the way, I'm just going to put here part three, like it's <laughs> happening because, you know, I know time is, is not on our side today, but that's okay. You guys have to get back to the Costa Rican life and whatnot. Whatever. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, uh, I got a hammock <laughs> to hang in somewhere or, you know. But I have, one, I have a one last question that we would like to kind of wrap the, the things up real quick. It's, um, and you know, part three can be all about publishing. You know, we can like really deep dive into all of that because you yeah. guys are master. I, I, I really wanted to dive into the pop-up podcast because I think that Ooh. is we got, oh, so genius. We're just going to so, leave that in there. Yeah, that'll part, be a Part hook. three uh, coming. But my question to you guys together is like, where will you be if you did not publish? Nowhere. I think, I think without publishing, I think we would have really struggled to find the thing. And when we talk about the thing, and, and this is where so many people get lost, it's, you know, we want to go and create one core offer and one core way that we help people. And we want to make that so powerful and so amazing that we can just fuel that all the way up to seven, eight, potentially even nine figures, right? If you have that just one thing that you're really good at. Mm. And I think for us, I, I think without publishing, we never would have discovered that because through the act of interviewing, talking to our dream customers, trying to understand them, accidentally selling them through the podcast. It was that learning experience of surrounding myself with people who had already figured out what I wanted to figure out that gave me the insight and the keys to understanding it. And this is something so many people forget. It's this idea that if you can just surround yourself with incredible people who are doing exactly what you want to do, and you can spend your time with them every single day, that on its own is worth so much more than any $50,000, $200,000 online course or online product mm. because it's surrounding yourself with people who you want to be like. Yeah. So for us, I think publishing allowed us to do that in a way that like, I would never be able to get in a room with 20 or 100 or 150 millionaires, right? Because mm -hmm. like, I'm not in that zone or I wasn't in that zone or, or anywhere near it when we got started. Yeah. But having a platform gives you the access so and if good. you can figure out at the same time how to make money and fuel your business from just going out and hanging out with amazing people that are going to make you level up like that's what we love and that's what for us publishing is all about also the confidence it's helped me a lot it's like forces me to like make some friends you know 
<laughs> so I mean, that's like hey. the the like with the cream at the top, like cherry on top, cherry yeah. on top. Yeah. Bam, the, the, cherry, whatever. The cream on the top. Look yeah, at the, this guy. I, I like Come cream. On. I like I like sweets. What cream can I say? You like you do like cream, and then the cherry. Pop. You could be like oh. both. Of them. That's delicious, right? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, audience. I appreciate it. Guys, has been amazing. Thank you guys so much for hanging out today. How can how can people find you? Like, where do we send people? Yeah, we want people Which to join your, your your course, right? To be right there with you so you can empower <laughs> them to keep taking imperfect action. Fuzzy, it was really interesting you said about the pop-up podcast because this is something that we've just been uncovering recently thanks to the amazing Emily Hirsch and discovering it through her. Yeah. And we are actually just on the cusp of releasing a brand new free program. And we actually built it for podcast interviews just like this because people come and they listen to us and they hear a little bit about monetization. They hear about, okay, how am I going to actually go out and make money with my podcast and that's what we're well known for and we've literally helped people make millions of dollars with it which is kind of crazy when i think about it so we created a completely brand new and completely free five-day pop-up podcast training which actually uncovers the three ways that you can massively monetize a podcast so i would love for you guys to go and check that out and for people in the audience to check it out because it's literally the stuff that we have charged 997 2000 5000 dollars before to teach and we're just pulling back the curtain completely and the reason we're doing that is that i think truly if more people understood how to make money from something like podcasting then they're going to be able to have the confidence to go out and actually launch it knowing that it's going to fuel their business. So if you guys want to actually listen to that and join in, you guys can head to changemakersmovement.com forward slash five days. And uh, yeah, we would love to see you inside That's that free training. Five. So it's changemakersmovement.com forward slash five, the number five days. Yeah, five, the number D-A-Y-S. Perfect. And my favorite part of the course though is that it is a pop-up podcast. So you can listen to it when you're in the car, when you're showering, Ooh, so when you're cooking, good. like whatever. So good. You can consume that. Cause I hate when you have to like, oh no, you have to watch this video and you know, like <laughs> no, it's like yeah. you can listen and do things if you need. Yeah, you could be notes. paying your toenails and listen to it, whatever you guys get up to. Yeah, you know. <laughs> How do you know that my brother paint his toenails, huh? Absolutely. <laughs> I mean the things I do for my wife. <laughs> Okay, let's not get weird, guys. Stop it. <laughs> Absolutely. We're going to drop the link in the comments. Like, I've, I've been through that. It was, it was I, I remember having the conversation with you, Jamie. Like, that was amazing. And I'm, I am so glad that you guys are making this available for everybody because everybody needs to know. Like, we we preach the platform probably not as hard as, like, you guys do. Uh, but if they start their platform and they start seeing the momentum and they start seeing, like, all that progress, then we can come in and help them with content momentum and multiply their message on the video side of things. So, yeah. Yes, perfect match made in heaven. Sorry for the plug. I don't care. Like, <laughs> guys, this is something that you That's gotta okay. do. This is Watch something that plug. you gotta do. Uh, amazing, awesome, guys. Changemakersmovement.com forward slash number five days. Correct? Did I say it right? Oh man, yes. you got it. So good. And uh, with that being said, guys, thank you so much for tuning into the Content is Profit podcast. Go ahead and subscribe. Hit smash that subscribe button and follow us on social media at BizBrosCo. That's right. And if you find this episode impactful, which I am sure you did, because Gina and Jamie were awesome. Awesome. Don't forget to share it and and leave a five star review. Thank you. Thank you, guys. <laughs>